Now on the phone, we do have from Eastern Maine Sports. Check out the website, easternmainsports.com. Mark Cownan here on the B-List. And Mark, are you still celebrating the Patriots' victory at this moment in time? <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I was up most of the night. I actually had to work uh, work uh, extra shift because the people couldn't get in because of, of the snow. So I, uh, uh, but I, but that's okay. I, I get to watch the watch the game, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, we are uh, spoiled, and it feels good, doesn't it? Sure does. Well, I'm not sure he feels as good as we do, Mark. But uh, he's a he's from Seattle, so. But I'm sure loving it. I'm still not over the Super Bowl. Hey, Mike, I I told uh, people early in the broadcast, uh, if you missed it, that uh, my wife's a casual. um, She loves the Patriots, and she'll sit and watch the game, but she's almost always doing something besides just watching the game. So as the game got down into overtime, whatever, I kind of look over at the couch where she's sitting, and she slid up a little further to the edge of the seat uh, with her hands on her knees kind of watching it. She's an old coach, and – so anyway, the game ends. It's about ten thirty. I said, you know, I'm going to bed, and I said, you coming up? And she goes, nope. I go, huh? Because usually she, when she used to teach and guidance counselor, she used to go to bed at eight thirty, and uh, she said no. And I go, what's up? And she goes, I'm wired now. She said, I got so wound up during the game. Now I know I'm not going to be able to sleep. So when I came down this morning, she's up on the couch. I came down this morning because I heard her let the dog out at six, and I said, so how'd you sleep? She says, nope. Two o'clock. I was still reading. I finally I went to sleep about two o'clock. Just by then I'd calmed down. <laughs> so it was one of those games. Clearly, it was. And, and I, again, I keep talking about how I was clearly up. But it was two o three left, and I we shouldn't feel like this. I expected them to come down to school. I expected that you know you know I just I expected Brady to lead them down the field, and they did it. And I was just amazed. And um, it's still amazing though, even though you know kind of you're not surprised by it anymore. It's still amazing every time they do it. I mean, this is going to end eventually, and uh, just enjoying every minute of it. And he, um, you know, I, I do hate the overtime rule, by the way. I, I do think. Yeah, that we all fun. talked about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, it's okay. It worked out for the Patriots, but you know, <laughs> that, you know it, it, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that rule. I mean, it, you know, play play ten minute quarters. It's, it's still tied. Play another, in the playoffs anyway. I mean, uh, you know, just it shouldn't end like that. Or do it like the college, college does, you know, but. You know, maybe started from a little further back or something, you know. But, but uh, you know, but that, you know, that's gonna happen. I mean, the same rules for everybody, and it worked out for the Patriots, and uh, you know, and they, they move on again. Well, and they earned that. I mean, they had to convert what three third and tens on that overtime drive, and you look at the other overtime game. The Saints got the ball first. And they lost, so you know it's not necessarily you know, a guaranteed victory. Sure the Patriots yeah. certainly had to earn that. So yeah, no, no doubt about it. And they they did convert in those third downs. Um, three of them, you know, they they had the uh, you know they they had to earn it, as you said. And uh, you know, the Chiefs had plenty of chances to to stop them in in that uh, in that overtime period. So what's going on, EasternMainSports.com right now? What do you got planned in terms of coverage this week? And where's some highlights from the past uh, weekend and everything? Well, uh, this week we um, got some uh, coverage uh, Wednesday, um, broadcasting the Matt Cook Central Girls. Uh, next, this coming Saturday, Joan Bats Foxcroft Girls. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of girls basketball coverage this week, actually, and, and uh, uh, for the website covering uh, Skank and uh, Dexter Girls on Friday night. And, you know, get, coming down the stretch, there's a lot of big games coming up. I, I know um, today I think most of them are still on and still clean up around here, but um, I know Skowhegan Hamden Girls is a, is a big one up here. Hampton actually lost to Lawrence. Uh, the other day, oh. it was a surprise, and then they mm. now, um, now they play uh, Skowhegan, uh, <laughs> Class A girls uh, uh, later today. 
And then you had some uh, you had the players of the week that you announced, right? Who were they? Yeah, uh, Joe Kluke of uh, Winslow. She had uh, two big games for them. Uh, they seem to be getting on the, the Winslow girls team, uh, girls basketball team. They seem to be getting on the right track. Um, you know, they're defending class B state champions. I would not, um, I wouldn't count them out. They kind of struggled there um, for a few games. But, uh, you know, as I said, they're the defending champions. Uh, they're fifth season right now. I assume they struggled for a little bit midseason. They're 9 and 3, though. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. you know, so um, they're at two. The class B uh, girls is kind of loaded. They, you know, Herman and uh, Waterville are both undefeated. Old Town's up there, 10 and 3. MDI is good. Um, Herman plays Presque Isle today, girls and boys. That's going to be an interesting doubleheader up in uh, Presque Isle um, today. So, you know, Ellsworth, 10 and 3. There's a lot of good teams there in Class B, and uh, and that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I see Waterville's 12 and 0 there also. And, and, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah, loaded. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, they kind of, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they beat Winslow, and, uh, you know, they got, you know, that's, that was their biggest win so far. And, uh, you know, so, and they play them again uh, coming up. Uh, next week a couple weeks they play them again before the season ends so they got another chance to uh, get another big win and that that kind of will be one they need to jump up in the heel points um because uh, you know obviously herman's 10 and 0 um two less games played right now so they're going to make those up um you know and they they got some uh, big heel point games left too excellent and um in terms of from the see from hockey perspective what's going on right now well uh big win for lewis huh? uh, yeah uh, last week and yeah. uh, you know, he uh, got that big win. And, uh, you know, again, uh, again, still not a lot of coverage, but I am uh, posing scores. Uh, uh, Bangor had a big win over, over Chevrolet there. Um, you know, and, um, they're doing pretty good. Old Town, Orono still still rolling. So those are kind of the team, teams to watch up here. Yeah, I saw Bangor and Old Town, Orono play each other, and it was a really good game. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's interesting. And obviously they're, they're kind of getting near the, near the end also um, there. And, uh, you know, it's something that – thing we don't usually talk about is cheering but the region i post the regional here uh schedule there. i saw that yeah yeah, yeah uh, for this uh this coming saturday um the regionals are at augusta and bangor and the dates are in two weeks in augusta so that that's, that schedule has been posted also yeah so check out easternmainsports.com the mpa announcing the regional and state cheering competition uh schedule there and then you know back to the patriots we we're just asking um mike do from pat's propaganda about this but the er, your early thoughts mark on the rams patriots matchup coming up in a couple of weeks here well i mean i mean honestly i mean they they just beat two very solid teams and uh, you know the Chargers and the chiefs and the rams are gonna be solid too i i i just it's tough to tough to bet against them and obviously they have <laughs> lost three super bowls but um, you know, and, and the Rams have a great defense. This is obviously going to be easy. Um, I, I look at it as they're facing a young coach and a young quarterback. I mean, obviously they faced a young coach last year, too. He did all right against them in the Super Bowl. But I just think it's going to be, uh, you know, kind of – defensively, I think the Rams are, uh, you know, better than the Chiefs. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit harder for the offense to move the ball like they did like they did yesterday. But, you know, as I said, I, if it's close near the end, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Patriots are going to win, you know. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's another one of those games. Put money on that. Huh? Whoever has the ball. Well, speaking of that, I made a little friendly wager with one of my friends yesterday because the the Chiefs were obviously down by 14 at halftime, and he was like, oh, they're going to come back and win this game. And I'm like, no, they're not. Patriots, Patriots have this. And then <laughs> uh, then the Chiefs immediately score in the third quarter. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> but <laughs> You ended up right. You ended up right. Right. And, uh, yeah, and the, you know, I, the, the first half, the Patriots dominated, but the key there, I mean, it wasn't so much the Patriots' defense; it was the Patriots' offense keeping the yeah. offense off, off the field, and that was bound, bound to switch. And um, 
glad the Patriots offense kind of stepped up there late, late too, you know, because, I mean, they were dominating the first half, but we're only up by the 14, you know, and it kind of knew the, knew the Patriots defense weren't, weren't going to shut out that deep. Right, exactly, yeah. So it was definitely a, a nail-biter down the stretch. But once they won that coin toss, I like Brady – there's, I don't think the Chiefs defense can can step up, and they did not. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, Mark, you're you're a broadcaster. How, how, what are your thoughts on Tony Romo? That guy's like a genius or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you've seen it. I've been posting it everywhere on my personal site, my Twitter page. Uh, he is the best color commentator I think I've ever seen in any sport. I mean, yeah, you, you know, and I, I, you know, I obviously watch a lot of baseball. That's my sport, but I, I can't think of anybody that compares with him in baseball. Really, I mean. Uh, uh, Eckersley, uh, Eckersley might be the closest, but yeah, um, yeah you, you know. But I, I just I don't see anybody in the national or like I, I watch a lot of broadcasts too in baseball. I watch every team, not just the Red Sox, and and like their local broadcasts and national broadcasts. And I just I I mean I I always thought Romo was good since he started doing this. Uh, whenever he started last year, whenever whenever he started this, but but uh, he just proved yesterday. I mean that's not easy to do. <laughs> to to predict. I mean first of all, it's unbelievable. Hey, most most people won't. Say it like that because they're afraid to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know they're afraid to be wrong. But he was just predicting everything right. You know, and and, and of course he's been doing that. And again, as he said, I'm just the thing about it is I, I cannot imagine a team doesn't scoop him up to be a coordinator or something. You know, in the near future, near future. Because I mean, I would think he'd be a good one, wouldn't you? I I would think so. I think he'd be great. But why, why would he do that? I think he'd be He's a good, having a blast. I think he'd be a good free safety because I was saying if the I tweeted I, I, I'm seeing your Twitter now, but I tweeted about how um if the Chiefs had Romo playing safety, they would have won the game because they would have been able to know what was coming because he he literally circles the guy. He circles the Chiefs safety before the play and says, if this guy moves in, they're gonna throw it to Gronk. And then I'm watching it, and that's exactly what happens. They throw it to Gronk on the far side. Like I can't that that yeah you're exactly right. There's nothing comparable to that in any other sport of what he did, um, and he doesn't. So and the other thing I like how is that he doesn't try to predict it every time. Obviously, he down the stretch when the game was on the line, that's when he stepped yeah. up and said, "This is what's going to happen," and it did. It, it <laughs> five, six, seven times. I it was it was it was unbelievable. It was, <laughs> it was, it, it was enjoyable. It was yeah. Enjoyable. And really. Like, you know, everybody has these Super Bowl parties. Everybody's going to be saying, shh, we're going to see what's going to happen. Tony's going to tell us. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> he's probably got the Super Bowl. I mean, and he he earned that. I, you know, everybody was questioning CBS when they hired him. Well, right. they, were, they, were, they were right on. You know, that, that, was a, that was a great choice. Mark, the thing I like is, sure, all the analysts, uh, the analogies that he's put forth and what's coming and whatever. The other thing that I like more than any of the other broadcasters, especially in football, is, he is so joyous. I mean, yeah. he's just like a little kid in a candy store broadcasting the game. It's all I can yeah. think of. And I see some people in the, my, some of my posts too, but saying, yeah, yeah, you know, he, he wanted the Chiefs to win. He didn't want the Chiefs to win. He just wanted good plays. He was yeah. talking up. He was talking up the Patriots in the first half when they were dominating. He said, "This is a clinic," and he just loved, he just loves good plays. He loves it when Mahomes is making great plays. He loves good plays. He loves Tom Brady. I mean, he yeah. just couldn't stop. I mean, I just couldn't believe somebody got that out of that game that he didn't want the Patriots to win. I mean, <laughs> first of all, broadcasters don't care. They just want close games. Right, right. But but but, uh, but you know, and, that, and that's what they got. But. Um, that's definitely not what I got out of him, and, and he just he he doesn't care who wins, and he just having fun. You're right. You're he just uh, I mean joyous, and he just like you can tell he just loves being there, loves doing what he's doing, and you don't get that a lot. Well, Mark, what about the the call in the or the non-call, I guess, in New Orleans game? What were your thoughts on that? Uh, 
unfortunate that that's what's going to be remembered because I mean honestly that game would have been pretty much over if they if, if they called that they would, you know they had a field goal range and a short field goal or whatnot but you know Saints, Saints did have chances after that though <laughs> you know yes. they, they had chances to stop them they had um, you know as you said they had the ball first in, in overtime and you know I mean it's unfortunate that's what's going to be remembered and uh, you know those things we had bad calls forever I mean I I don't like it because obviously that's you know that big of an impact and the Saints would have won that game if that was a call. But, you know, I know Peyton was, you know, Sean Peyton was going off after the game. Don't blame him. But, you know, he's got to also point out that, you know, his team could have done other things to make that not as important. Sure. Well, I, I had said to one of our other, to Mike Dusso, I, I thought they lost, lost their focus, him and everybody on their uh, sideline. And that doesn't happen to the Pats. That's one of the things that separates them. They would have put it away. They would have been peed. But as a matter of fact, we saw Belichick throw his uh, his video pad on the ground and stomp on it and everything else, but then he's done. He's done with that. He's Broke back, his focused. tablet. Broke his tablet, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Not, There's nothing, I mean, not the first one. You've got to move on and coach your team and, and move, on, move on with the rest of the game. And I do. I think that had a – I mean, obviously, that play cost him the, you know, easy field goal and the easy, you know, ending of that game. But also, you got to keep your focus and you got more – you know, they had plenty of time to get things done after that. How about Brady? He just seems like he's having fun, like way more. He's posting stuff on social media. And he was uh, recorded at NFL Network that he came into the practice. And I can't repeat what he said, but he basically said he's he's the best ever or whatever. He's just having a lot of fun out there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is. And I don't know. I just, I almost, man, I hate predicting this because I hope I'm wrong, but I think this is how it's supposed to be. The, the, the dynasty started with the Rams. They're going to, you know, End it by beat, beating the Rams and uh, you know walk off in the off season. I I I mm. I, I kind of you know, I think both. that. But I mean, as I said, I hope I'm wrong. Go out on top like Elway, right? Basically back yeah, in the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many athletes get the chance to walk off like that? Not 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 many. I mean, you know, and, and you know, it would be you know, it just seems like it's kind of fitting that you know it started with the Rams and it could end with the Rams. Then part of me thinks he's going to play till he's 50 years old. <laughs> I mean, he's still one of the best. You see, he's still one of the best. I mean, he can still I, sling it. Yeah, in that aspect, why would he get done? Because he's still one of the best. But you know, it, it you know, can't be easy out there. It's, it even like makes it look right, looks that way. <laughs> well, Mark, uh, what else can we look forward to? Uh, you know, in high, from your perspective, from a coverage perspective in high school. You know, not just this upcoming week, but you know, in the near future, coming tournament time in February and everything. Well, um, you know, us or Eastern Maine sports uh, during the tournament. It's good. I mean, we've grown every year during the tournament, and this year we expect to. Um, we're going to cover, you know, as we did last year, we're going to cover every game, uh, you know, do recaps of every game. Yeah. And, uh, and um, we're going to, so we're going to be at every game of the CrossFit, I should say. Um, you know, we're going to be there every game. And then um, we're also going to do more interviews, but there's daily podcasts um, up there. Um, pretty much interview, a lot of interviews for, from like games throughout the day, every day. And, um, you know, we, we just expect it to be bigger this year than it was last year. Bigger than, you know, it keeps getting bigger every year. Excellent. He is Mark Cowan. You can find him on Twitter at Mark Cowan. Also, Eastern ME Sports, Eastern Main Sports on Twitter as well. The website is easternmainsports.com. Mark, thanks so much for joining us here today on the B List. Well, thank you. And yeah, follow me. I'll probably be doing more gushing over Tony, Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good. it's funny. I asked you that question before I saw all those gushing about Tony Romo. So we're in agreement there. What, what, a, what a job he did. <laughs> all right, Mark. All right. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Take care.